Yes, you're joined by me, Dom. Hold on to what we've got. Is that a song? I don't know. I just made it up. I With the spears. They're spears, right? You're chucking spears at each other? Is that what that one? Okay. Okay. Oh. Huh. You're sieging, huh? So you just picked it up. You've never played it before. Okay. We all have those we all have those days where we just want to pick up a virtual M16 and splatter a brain. Just have those days, yeah. Yes, the Elder Scrolls V or Five Skyrim, not or five. It's not or five. It's just five. No one says V. That's not accurate. So, um, yes, but Skyrim, 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 Skyrim. Brand new, brand new. This is the first time it's been released on the only platform ever. It's on. Uh, no, <laughs> we've. <got laughs> We talked about it so much, so it, it, it's funnier to me right now than it probably sounds. But yeah, still playing Skyrim. Think I'm like, I'm like eighty percent through the trophies now. We're just grinding it out. Oh man, the masks. No. I forgot about that. I remember that when the first time I played, because I think I have one right now, but I forgot that that was, yeah, that, that was a thing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, whenever you go back and play a game, you want to do what you didn't do the first time, right? Yeah. Well, we watched Game of Thrones. 
that that little show. <laughs> Holy moly! It's, yeah. And we we are thronesing. Yes, yeah. Well, this is older news, but yeah. Oh. It's crazy that like the show is so interesting, you're right, because Robert's Rebellion is such a big point in the show. Like it's huge. It impacts so many things and they talk about it so much and we didn't see it. We didn't ever see Rhaegar Targaryen, right? Like yeah, he's so important and we know about him. It's kind of, yeah, you're right. It's crazy how much there is in that world and yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 Yeah, no, my wife is very much into The Sims, but she's very much into it on PC. Like, she likes having it on a laptop. That's part of the draw. Um, and I remember The Sims 2 got a PS2 version. I don't think The Sims 3 ever got ported to consoles. I, I'm... So it must have, and I just didn't know about it. Okay, so... But I remember... And I don't know, I don't remember, but I did play The Sims 2 on PS2. Me and my buddy did. I mean, not extensively. Um, it's not exactly the cool game for 12-year-olds or whatever we were. Um, but apparently that was very much gimped compared to the PC version, uh, I've heard. Which is understandable, yeah. But So I, I don't know if that's going to be the case here. I don't know if it's because of a, a control issue that, that, you know, that they have to gimp it so much. But I don't know. I don't know if this is big or not for that i don't know how this could do it it, it just seems odd they, I, they don't seem to expect much to it right it's kind of an under the radar announcement 
for EA. Yeah, it's been a couple years. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it, it's tough. I think it's it's mostly the DLC that, that they make the money on right there. So I, I don't know how... There's an audience, um, and it's decent size, but yeah, it's primarily the DLC they make all their money on, right? But uh, it's, it's interesting to see this, I guess. Let me stop you. Let me, let me let me let me intervene. So it's not only am I not a big Dragon Ball Z fan. I actually right or fighting games or but <laughs> Dragon Ball Z in general. I kind of not only just don't like it, but I actively dislike it. I'm taking it to that extreme right now. It's, you know, burn me at the stake. But I just. It was one of those things that was very much inaccessible when I was a kid. It was kind of like you like hear about it. I could see an episode now and again. Um, we, you know, we sometimes we, we had cable in and out. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but you couldn't. I couldn't always watch it. You know, it was on at times that never worked and stuff. And like I knew about it, but then like it was just so foreign and weird, and I didn't like it. I didn't like that there was a guy charging up his beam attack for what seemed like forever, and there was this. Vegeta asshole that I called vegetable and I didn't understand him and it, I don't know it was just weird and they're always looking for these Dragon Balls and they never could find them all it was just so distant and weird to me that I grew to like despise it kind of out of spite of not understanding it fully and now I'm an adult and I am never going to move past it so it's completely unfair but that's where I'm at with Dragon Ball and I don't like fighting games either so yeah What's Goku? What is he? Alright, yeah. See, I'm done.
yeah, this isn't a union, but it's the league backing the players and setting requirements. You know, it's a, yeah. Yeah, I think this is the way to go. Um, can you still hear me? Okay. My computer screens went black, but if you can still hear me, I'm going to hope that I'm still recording. So anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, this this all seems like what they should be doing. Um, I think, like you said, there's some people that are putting some money into this and investing into this, especially when these kind of numbers are coming out. Like there's some people right now, there might be some indication of what they can make and how much this league is going to bring in as far as revenue. But I think there's still a lot of if, you know, I think we're at the point where like a, a wait and see, like hopefully that we can, you know, there's enough income to pay for all this. And, but this is the right way to start. Like this is how, like you said, to attract uh, a player base and uh, make it seem more legitimate, uh, to get you know people interested and these stories keep coming out each week and it keeps getting more and more real like more legit so to speak as cheesy as that sounds but yeah i think this is good this is what it, i mean if they want this to be big and they think it can be then yeah this, these are the kind of investments and the kind of things uh that you have to do to make it get there so yeah this could be cool That's a good point because that's something I never really thought about the way you bring that up that, you know, when you look at football, there's no one company or entity that owns the sport of football, right? Um, where in this case, there is one company that owns the sport of Overwatch, right? So you're right. 
um, they're like how they uh, what they want out of this. Uh, that's a big part of this. I never really thought about it that way. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this is complicated. Shit, you're right. There's like a lot going on. A lot of intricacies that we don't really think about. It really is. That's the best way to put it. This this last news is a big is a pretty cool chunk of news though. That's a good ass number, dude. Yeah. Well, what I was gonna say was, I think they're they're playing with fire. They're right on that line of, uh, you know, enough demand to give people, but still limited enough to make the thing feel in demand. You know, not quite this, not nearly the scarcity of the NES Classic, of that kind of game. But they're still they still want this thing to feel, uh, you know, limited and scarce. Like they still want to put that a little bit of that desire. Um, just to motivate people a little bit more, right? They don't want these, you know, hundred of them sitting in every every mom and pop shop, right? Like, they still want to play with that line, but they, that's a careful line to play with. And plus, they're weird, you know. They're maybe it's a Japanese thing the way they do business, but they're weird about having sitting inventory. Like I said, they like don't like that kind of waste, um, so they take the risk of not having enough. Which uh, 
I've, I went to school for business and I feel like, I don't know, that sometimes they're not, <laughs> they just do things differently, I guess. Uh, but it's still a good number overall, though, four point whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. That's purely, you know, launch syndrome, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think at, by the end of this year, it'll it'll get, you know, two or three million, I would think, in the few months that it'll be out, you know, because that's the season too, right? So um, it should do well. And then it's going to keep going well, uh, like, you know, Breath of the Wild and Odyssey and even Cart. I mean, those are three games that, like a lot of Nintendo first-party games, they're going to have legs. They're going to be selling and selling at full price for a while, right? Um Yeah, that's going to get up there too. Good point. That's that was going to be my question is if you think it hits 10 in 2017. I think if yeah, if supply were unlimited, I'd agree with you that they would hit 10 mil for sure, With especially with Odyssey coming out this fall. And if, I don't know that they will do a bundle, but if they were to for, uh, you know, in November or something like that, then they'd have no problem whatever 
Um, the demand is probably you know worth 15 million this year, but I think their weirdness and their supply issues are going to hold them back, which might pay back in the long run by keeping you know the demand high. Um, it's kind of it's hard to see. You know that's it's something you're forecasting over. You know like I was talking about with that. The, the mini consoles, right? It may not, it may not, it may seem like they're giving up and and a lot of opportunity, you know, a lot of lost money on some of those they could be selling. But in the long run, the value they're adding to their brand could be greater. Or so that's the plan, at least, right? And yeah, that's a good point. Um, they, they do have flexibility there with how they message what this thing was, which we previously we kind of looked at as a detriment, you know, leading up to its launch. We're kind of like, well, how are they going to say this is a handheld or is it a console? Because then if they say it's a console, it's competing against better ones. And so, you know, we thought it was kind of a mess. But now I think we've kind of shifted to what you're just saying, where it's more opportunity. Um, but um one, th one comparison that I think is worth making is the Wii U, right? So it's nearly at half of what the Wii U has sold still. And the Switch has only been out three months, six, four months. So, I mean, that's that's big, right? So, I mean, we're past the idea that this could be worse than the Wii U and it could be the last console for Nintendo. And, and all that um, apocalyptic talk, like, that's all out the window. That's completely done. This is at least, you know, way better uh, sales-wise than, than the Wii U, right? It's already proven that it's going to be way more successful now. Will it, you know, it, will it get up to Wii, Wii U, or I mean, original Wii and PS2 type numbers or whatever, PS4, like, that's the different question. But I think we can at least finally get rid of the idea that this is the end of Nintendo as a hardware manufacturer and so on. I mean, that's what's popular recently in the past couple of years is, you know, pixel count, frame rate, that kind of shit. Like that's been the, the arms race and it still is. Um, but I think if when it came if it, when it comes down to brass tacks, like get my Saul Goodman lines in here. Um, I know my answer. If you told me, if you asked me, do you want something that is a game in 4K that looks great or isn't, you know, is 720p, but it's perfectly portable right 100% pure portable portability assuming let's assume the software is the same otherwise the same games right of course that's not the case but my point being i would weigh being portable over the increased visual fidelity for me 
Um, and I, again, that's not the popular thing, you know, right now, you know, in the YouTube comments and such and the best buys of the world, but we want those pixels. But I think a lot of people feel the same way as I just described at least. And that's where the appeal is here. Yeah. It'll ruin it. Yeah. wasn't the best looking but I don't know if it's the worst looking okay I'll have to watch some overwatch clips because I don't know if I believe you there but I, I you your points taken though sure sure Yeah, yeah, yeah. And frankly, a lot of it is kind of self-validation. And I'm big on the resolution stuff, you know. Two years ago, I probably would be singing a different tune, but once you start to realize it and you start to see what you think you want so much, like – it's more about it's, this is especially true in PC culture, and I don't, I don't. You can tell me the fuck off or whatever, but I think it's absolutely true that saying that you can play a game at 4K, 60 however many frames per second, and saying that you have this 1080 Ti graphics card, like saying that, is more valuable to the person than actually using it and experiencing it. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Yep, you're a little bit better, but because you spent so much money on it, you feel this need to, you know let it hang out, like check, like this is what I can do, right? And it's less about what you're actually experiencing and more about say, like the bragging piece of it, I guess. G great analogy, yeah. 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 But hey, that's not wrong. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that either. I think as long as you can admit that to yourself, that I find value in measuring my dick, right? That's fine. That's not wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong and you should be ashamed and you need to change your. That's fine. Sure. Dive at it, man. Get the ruler out, tape measure, whatever. Right. You, they spend more time benchmarking and overclocking than actually – we're getting into like kind of <laughs> derogatory uh, – that, that's all good. Like if you find a lot of enjoyment in like showing off how fast your piece is – like fuck yeah, that's sweet. That's cool. Um, it doesn't matter if 
you find a lot of actual utility in that or not necessarily. Um, if you like, again, get the tape measure out. Sure. What are we talking about? The switch? Fuck. <laughs> I'd agree. Port portable stuff has always kind of leaned into that. I mean, there's always been iPods of different colors, and you can even order. I remember being able to order iPods with uh, custom engravings on them and that kind of stuff. Um, it's not so much with phones anymore. I mean, there's a couple different colors, but the aesthetic of it is still really important. Um, but I, that, portable stuff that's more customization, I think, is even is even more important. I'm with you. I don't think so, just because I don't think it'd be a good use of development. Oh, it will, you know, it's not. A, it won't be a huge cost to port those over. But everyone who has a switch has a smartphone. I mean, I think if I'm wrong there, unless they're a kid, maybe they don't. But. But it's gonna work the same way on the switch, right? Just a little bit bigger screen. Yeah, it depends on that cost of port, right? I mean, yes, the three, yeah, the 3DS is a nightmare. Um, the Switch was it was much better. I think they fixed it, but you could only you used to have to re-enter your credit card information every time you bought something. Yeah, I, th I think they fixed that. Um, so now that that's fixed, I think it's much better. One other thing I wish they changed, I don't think they will because it seems like it's by design, is you have to enter your password every time you go into the eShop, which is a pain to do on the Switch because it's a touch screen, but it's not as easy as your phone when you're typing in a password and then or you're using the analog stick and it's, I don't know it's just that's an that's a nuisance they should have a pin code maybe if nothing I don't know I would have to look at the other numbers I, the only one I know is uh, Skyward Sword was very low I think it was like 2.7 million well I mean very low for what it is which is which why is that? That's why I say it's low because there was 110 million 
Wii's out in the world and only two point like how the fuck anyway mm, yeah maybe link to the past I, I, I'm gonna do it All right, I got the list. So the highest selling Zelda game right now is Twilight Princess, 8.58 million. So that's pretty high. After that, it's Ocarina of Time, 7.6 million. The, it's, it's one of those things where, and it's been said before, um, and even it's even more so about Metroid. Like, oh, where's our Metroid game? Like, if you look at the sales of Metroid games, it's like, not very much and zelda's a little bit better but here but it's still not like like all the <laughs> 8.6 that's between wii and gamecube right the uh ocarina of time was next 7.6 link to the past is 4.6 the ds games did very well despite them being trash it's a Phantom Hourglass, 4.7. So, A Link Between Worlds, Ugh, only 2.9, even though there's a lot of 3DSs out there, and that's the best game on 3DS. Yeah, it's fantastic. This is interesting because overall, these are, these are small numbers. In the world of, like, Call of Duty, like, one Call of Duty game, I feel like, is more than all of them. <laughs> Crazy. I think it almost certainly will be. Yeah. The one thing, the one caveat here that I'm assuming this list is uh, the sales for that platform, right? So Ocarina of Time sold 7.6 on Nintendo 64 at retail, right? So of course all the used sales are out, but then I'm assuming that also all the remastered sales are out. All the Wii, the virtual console sales are not counted here. Yeah, which is fair. Just worth pointing out. I'm I I'm I'm with you. Let's yeah. Stamp it in. Regis, that is my final answer. Yeah, I think we will. Yeah.
Oh, I'm going to wait for your opinion on that game before I buy it. I'm assuming I'll buy it. <laughs> Let's be honest here. I'd just get it on PC. I'm, I'm not going to wait. Because it might be a year, right? Who knows? Dude. I could, to this day, I could close my eyes, and I don't remember the name of the map in Call of Duty 4, but I could tell you, I know the exact location, once you spawn, where if you throw a grenade right over a building, and this, if you line it up in a certain way, that you will get a kill every single time. That's how well I know those maps. For, that's an example. Yep. There's one map where you, as soon as you spawn, give me a sniper rifle, and without even looking and seeing people, I can shoot through this wall, and I will get a kill every single time. It's like it's, it's so ingrained in my head. It's crazy. Yes, yes. Yeah, Game of Thrones, of course, I'll be watching. I'm teetering on whether I should give a try uh, to Westworld. Since, uh... Okay. Because I do have HBO for the time being, so I...
Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I gotta give that a shot. Um, in between Game of Thrones episodes, so. Hmm. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep playing Skyrim, getting close to the end, and really what I what I'm I'm just pushing towards that platinum. I'm, I'm kind of just grinding straight through the trophies, and that's it. Because at that point, I can turn on the mods finally um, and start messing around with that. So I don't want to, you know, when you turn on the mods, you you can't get trophies, or so I've heard. I mean, it makes sense, right? So I want to get that platinum out of the way, and then I can start screwing around with all those mods and have some fun. And you know what? I would understand that on PC because it's harder to control. Um, but I'm pretty sure all the because if you recall, the PS4 mods are not as as not as uh, customizable, or you know, there's not as many as there are on Xbox even. And I'm pretty sure they're only cosmetic type stuff, like not stuff that affects the story. I mean, I think there's like you can add lights, and so I guess it's not just cosmetic. It does help you, but. I don't. I would really be surprised if there's anything that would really, yeah, that would make the trophies substantially easier. But maybe I'm wrong. You could just click "Give me trophies" or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I just can't. I just, I don't know. It's one where, yeah, I've heard that too, that it's kind of like Game of Thrones, but I'm like, it's too similar? I mean, I don't know. I just, it's not, it's not appealing to me right now. I get it, but I don't know. Oh, man, it's really good. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Oh, she's great too. I don't. I hate her, generally, um, but she's good at what at the in the show. She's yeah, she's good. <laughs> Ron Perlman is fucking awesome too. By the way. And, uh, sorry, go ahead. That, yeah, that's one I'm actually, I want to jump into as well. But for, uh, Sons of Anarchy too, the guy that wrote it, Kurt Sutter, he writes a lot of really good stuff, but it's, uh, it's loosely an adaption of, uh, uh, Hamlet, I think. One of the Shakespeare plays, I'm sounding ignorant, maybe I'm wrong, but... I'm not going to say that. We don't, not. Who's the father? There is no father. So that's not a spoiler. It's not as strictly of an adaption as that, but like the, some of the, like the themes are there and 
the last two seasons, two, three seasons, strongly mirror some of the events. I don't want to – just watch the damn show. I was, It was cool that they, they're kind of basing it on something like that, I guess, is all. Create 10 accounts and sub on each of them. Sure. 